0: welcome to the in the limelight podcast I'm your host Clarissa bird and every week I bring you great information from fabulous people that I get to meet all over the world I interview public figures influencers entrepreneurs thought leaders millionaires and moguls that share their know-how tipping points pivotal moments and life lessons I promise you educative empowering and entertaining conversations with entrepreneurs that have a social conscience don't forget to find me on social. You can find me pretty much everywhere. Facebook, it's Clarissa Burt Official. Also sign up for my newsletter at clarissaburt.com that way you can keep abreast of the In the Limelight media as it's coming out and you'll be getting my weekly newsletter along with the In the Limelight magazine every quarter. Check out
1: inthelimelightmedia.com Hello and welcome to Bookish Meet the Authors, part of the In the Limelight Network. I'm your host, Nisa Kotu, and joining me today is Lori Morse to talk about her book, Art of Returning to Love, How to Show Fear and Stress to Exit and Heal. Hi, Lori. Hi, Nisa. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. It's my joy. So what is, what does it mean to return to love? Yeah,
0: oh, that's, that's a big, um, a big deal because I, I, It's actually what humanity is in the midst of doing right now, although we may not know that or it may not look that way, you know, in the world happenings. But actually, every particle and wave of life is the vibration or the frequency of love. And when we get crossways of that, um, we get lots of messaging. I I refer to it as an intelligent messaging. Um, A sense of fear, a a sense of stress or anxiety is a message from our higher self or higher wisdom that we're crossways with love and so it's lovely to think about that being um theoretically true but then you know when the rubber meets meets the road in the moment what do we do (laughs) you know and that's actually what my book is about because you know we can all sort of love the idea of returning to love and that's that's not like a romantic or a sentimental thing it's a it's a life thing (laughs) so yeah
1: that's beautiful, but makes sense too. Um, you like you mentioned. You also like f- fear and all that. You also sometimes when you're something is bothering you, you do feel it physically. You do it always affects a lot of parts of what you're doing. So it makes sense that yeah, it's so true. I mean, we can't
0: you know, we can't not be part of this weave of love. And so we're gonna feel it either mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, all those things. I mean, it sounds cliche, the mind, body, spirit thing, but it's actually, you know, it makes a lot of sense if you if you kind of break it down.
1: Yeah. Uh, why is there an art to it?
0: Well, i would say there's two two reasons that i have stumbled upon you know in my years of of being dedicated to this path one is that it's while it's really simple Mm -hmm. and there's an ease to it our our human minds really kind of want to make it complicated so yeah if we if we stay in the in the groove of of our heart including our our heads but not leaving out our hearts then um, then that part of our our, our intelligence shows us th- the art of returning to love. And the other reason in, in my experience is that whenever a human being is engaged in anything creative, you know, it mm-hmm. could be typically artistic expressions like art or, you know, uh, what do you call that when you um, sculpt <laughs> or, uh, you know, any of those kinds of traditional... Performance but, you know, arts, whatever it is yeah yeah it could also be planning a a, you know garden it could be preparing a meal a certain way it could be the way one talks to their teenager I mean those are all actually we're actually being creative all day long and we do not actually give ourselves you know like conscious credit for that so when we do consciously engage and when we set intentions around that engagement of creativity and the reason I think it's so important to just say a few more words about that is because our higher presence, our higher self is creative. Like what's beating our heart and pumping our blood right now as we're having this conversation is a creative life force. And we are part of that. We are that. So we can't not be creative beings. So when we co-create with this higher part of ourselves and we do it with intention, there is so much healing and transformation and, you know, the gathering of good, if you will, that's available to us. We just haven't we haven't recognized that fully, I think,
1: yeah, but you're right, we're always creating like, for example, writing a book is creative it doesn't have to necessarily have to be fiction, but there is a process of creativity in in writing in general
0: right, writing a book, writing a, an article, writing a birthday card, you know <laughs> all of those are have creative elements to it, so yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, creativity is yeah, you're right, it's not just in what we associate it with which just the performance arts or art in general fine art whatever it is right writing of like fictional books it's in every type of thing you do right
0: i couldn't agree more absolutely i i think that's right on nisa and you know we can we can carve out time with this part of ourselves cuz it's it's literally we're breathing it all every day all day long right so we could carve out time to just i mean julia cameron back in the day probably before
1: you were born (laughs) she
0: wrote this book called the artist's way and
1: she uh, she, mentioned that book to me
0: yeah she talks in there about having artist dates now she's trying her book is cultivating you know like uh, artist stuff but this is you know if we broaden that out a little bit to this i idea of creativity that we've been talking about. And we just spend time like we would cultivate any relationship, right? Like we go out and we do things. We go, you know, hike or have tea or something with with these yeah. with a person that we're trying to cultivate a relationship. It's the same idea. And when we do that, there's a there's a bond that gets created. And that matters.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 realizing that something is not just one thing, right? Like you said, like her book can be translated into how we deal with relationship with other things. Um What you learn in art or something else can be translated into the real world
0: yeah there's that line art imitates life and i find that to be exquisitely true Mm -hmm. you know like when i'm when i'm engaged in a creative process and i that critical part of myself comes up i realize oh i do that in other places too so how can i soften that up and just enjoy this process because really you know it isn't even what we end what the end result is although that's lovely to enjoy it's it's what happens when we're actually engaged in a creative process and that thing that happens is the quality of love yeah right
1: yeah (laughs) I guess that that makes sense and now what's an easy way to get started on this path because everyone would I mean it's something that people want to do would want to get started on but the hard part is the getting started right
0: yeah exactly well I mean you know, obviously, I'm going to plug my book because I wrote my book for this process. I, I mean, literally, if you, if the truth be told, I I, I was I've been in this uh, healing art in the healing arts. I'm a Chinese medical provider for you know 30 years, and what has been frustrating is how hard it is to say everything that's in that book in you know the 10 or 15 minutes I have to spend with someone yeah. before you know their treatment. Right, so. A lot of information at once. It's a lot of information. And so I just kept gathering the information. And then at one point, my higher self said, you need to sit down and put this all in a book form and get it out. I was like, okay. And honestly, I didn't even write the book. I mean, I did, but you know, it's this creative life force that, you know, really did, did the penning of the book, if you will. So you channel
1: the energy to write, put it from, you are the channel to put it into words.
0: Exactly. We all are that, right? If we, you know, we're these vessels of this life force that is a is so abundantly available if you will um, we just have to sort of get ourselves more in alignment with it so to answer your question you know there's a lot of material out there so I would just say for someone to read you know for okay thank you let me just take a step back the very first thing is to set the intention hands on heart if this is something appealing to you or your listeners it would be like, I really want to walk this path. I want to know more about my higher presence. I mean, this is what I do all the time. It's like help me understand what it feels like. You know, like consciously, what does it feel like to be in this dance with this energy all day long, not just yeah. when I sit down and do any kind of art art or creative thing. And then get, then you'll gather your, your, your supportive materials or your educational pieces, if you will. And my book would be definitely one of those things because it's literally a how-to. It's, you know, b- do this kind of thing. You know, here's a breath process. Here's ways you can activate your creativity. It's, you know, it's a real how-to. People have said, oh, this is like a workbook. And I, I never thought of it that Which way. Is but,
1: great. Which great. It's a great way to learn is by doing, right? It's not just sometimes.
0: It, you're so right, Nisa. If we don't actually do it, if we don't live it and feel it, then we don't own it. Like one of
1: the things you struggle with when learning in general, like for me, for example, is that I I need to have a practical element of it. It's not just learning theory, which is sometimes you see what happens when people go to school, they learn everything in theory, but then where is the experience to help them get to where they want to go? And a lot of that, it's it's a struggle, right? So having that not be just a book that you read and read about and go, okay, one day I'll do this, but having those, okay, here are the steps you can take. Here are the things you
0: can your, your, your bullseye on. Yeah. Because it's, it's lovely to read books and then throw them on our bookshelf as we, as we have our bookshelves, <laughs> but to, to, you know, I, I, I met this guy who I, I didn't meet him. I, he's my friend, but we met and he had my book and it was, he goes, let me show you something. And it was all, and he's, you know, he's a 70 year old man. He's been, you know, on this journey for a long time. He showed me, it was all marked up and he had stars and highlighted. And he's like, I do this part every day and I do this part, you know, so it's, it, it's definitely one of those kinds kinds of things because it we have to bring it from our head to our heart to our body when we embody yeah. something this is what you're saying I think is that when it when you know it has to be practical because then we can then we then we have it available to us when we meet, need to make a choice in the moment like oh my yeah. god this thing just happened what do I do right it's,
1: if you if you can equate it to how actors have to memorize their lines right before show, I was taught that you have to, one of the, I mean, everyone has their own style, but one of the things was taught was get it so ingrained in your body that something like a a sound or a a crash can happen next on the other side of you and your mouth would keep going because it's ingrained in you. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that you're robotic and that you don't live in the moment that you're not listening. Right. But you are so ingrained in what's happening. That is something where to happen You'd be, able, you know, this character, you know, this world, you know, this play, you know, what you're doing so well, that you could probably find your way back. And it's not going to derail you every little thing. If something happens, and you don't know what it is.
0: Exactly. And that is a, what you just described is a, is a way to live. It's a, it's a foundation of, of more peace than not anyway that overrides our brain tracks of fear and stress and like you said we have to cultivate that and the star of the show since we're using you know acting as a as a a metaphor the star of the show is our higher presence I mean it really is us but if we can imagine this is what's important for our mind to get wrapped around right like this higher presence part of ourselves which is actually more of our anatomy than our physical self yet we focus all of our attention on these physical you know yeah beings. and there's nothing wrong with that but it's such a small percentage in fact physicists say that it's 90 96 we're 96 percent non-physical and four percent physical so that i mean that four percent is a small amount yet we put yeah. every bit of our focus on this right so my point is is if we were to regularly and the book describes how to do this but if we were to regularly cultivate this this connection and this relationship with with our higher self and then we have to say okay so this higher self part of our us is already love it's already whole it's already healthy and vital and abundant and you know enough right and worthy because <laughs> that's one of the things that phys- yeah. you know our human minds struggle with so then this part of it, ourselves extends itself into the physical realm that we call you know, physical form as molecules that, that have hundreds, uh, like a hundred, over a hundred trillion cells that make up this physical body, it's still our, this higher part of ourselves as these molecules. Then it's like, huh, well, if that's the case, then I must be whole and I must be already good enough. And I must be, and so let me just, open myself to be this instrument of this energy and this life force let it awaken that the wholeness the blueprint for wholeness and intelligence and creativity and you know love and all all the all the goods are in the cells right all the goods yeah. are overflowing from our heart but we forget to give it attention and that's that's really what the the invitation is is to to dis, explore discover in oneself with guidance how to give this attention so that it becomes who we are because it already is who we are yeah
1: this is obviously it's it's one of those things that's not easy to actually do and with it seems and with all the the chaos going on in the world like how to what what is it doesn't like why is it not what it's, my brain is going faster than my words yeah i, I get it yeah <laughs> it doesn't seem easy with all the chaos going on in the world right because there's chaos within you there's chaos going on with everything else
0: yeah no it's true and we could say, Oh my God, it's never been this chaotic, but this is something that I find curious because if I I like to understand like our historical paths that we've yeah. come from. I think that's important.
1: History is important to learn. It's important so we don't have to repeat it. Mm-hmm. Right. That's so cool, the think- quote, right? History is doomed to repeat itself, isn't it? and that then- well, th- but it isn't doomed no.
0: it's doomed if we don't connect and 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 access solutions and viable you know ways of doing things that are not just recycled historical energy but are you know more like a renewed form of energy which we only have access to in this connection to the source of life if you will right so but the thing is is we always think that our time that we're living is like the most dramatic and the most chaotic and the you know and it and we could make a case for it right now (laughs) i mean we could but here's the thing it's going to keep going on that way no matter what and if we're if we have any hope of of making any change of making any sort of contribution with lasting impact into the pool of consciousness if you will that we'll call humanity we can't do it unless we do it from this place unless we do it from this connected place and we and all we have to do is our own thing our own work right whatever comes up it's like huh okay well that's a trigger and that's a charge and that's an emotional pain i have or this is a physical pain whatever the thing is let me return that energy to love this is what the book is about so that i have more of me more of my real me flowing through me and the more of us that do that we all make different then we're projecting into the world screen if you will very differently than what we're projecting now
1: yeah this is a big deal but
0: what, yeah. what what you
1: brought up yeah so it's kind of the idea of it's like going back to history right in order not to repeat you have to learn it so you have to it's the idea that you have to learn more about yourself and who you are and be willing to willing to work on yourself as in like learning who you are and what causes you to do things so that way you can be more connected right because that way you can maybe avoid this those those things that make you
0: yeah and even the other way around
1: wrong.
0: yeah even the other way around nisa you like We come from. We tend to come from the programming. The human mind tends to come from the programming that we're broken and wounded, (laughs) and and we need to fix ourselves, right? And we have a lot of evidence of that. So so it's not like it's not true. But here's the key: it isn't the highest truth available Mm -hmm. to us. So we live from this sort of like you know narrow focus of, of what we consider to be true. Again, it's not that it isn't true. But when we connect first, and then say to our higher selves, "Show me how to release this this stuff that's no longer me," this is what true healing is, right? And and this is a personal medicine that when we connect with this part of ourselves, when we engage in creative expression, when we, um, you know, when we do breath exercise that connects us to this cosmic life force that's way more than just oxygen, but we don't realize that, right? Yeah. When we do all these kinds of things, it teaches us what's true about us, not what we believe to be true because of what we've experienced and don't know otherwise, right? But this part of us will teach us what's really true. And it is nothing short of magical.
1: Now, how can I get good at this? Because that's the thing, right? People want to, it's learning it, but then the goal is to actually achieve that. i say that this is something I can do and I can be good at.
0: Absolutely. And you said it actually earlier, it's practice. It's, it's really practice. And it's, it's making a decision that this is an important element of your uh, one's life. I I mean, I've made this decision, like this is really important to my life. Because if, because when I don't make that decision, and I renew that decision every day, (laughs) right, just to sort of be clear, when I don't, life is rough it's it's not very fun and so i would much rather make the decision and be devoted to that decision just just in my waking time from one you know morning to the next right it's only a few it's only half the hours in a day um and i and i have my practices many of them are in the book as i keep repeating myself i don't mean to be repetitive but (laughs) but just to sort of make that point these are the practices i do i wake up i i make my my clear d- decision and then it, it's an all-day thing i'll tell you a trick i drink a lot of tea and so i go to the bathroom a lot maybe that's tmi but but my point is is that i associate like reconnecting mm-hmm. to every time i go to the bathroom so people can do that with taking a drink out of their water bottle or when they want to go to make a text they can just you know it doesn't take that long of course it's a little wobbly and clunky in the beginning but then you just get like- good like anything else
1: yeah but, but every time building a habit is always wobbly and absolutely like the beginning but absolutely. it's something that resonate with what you said is that you also have to be willing and ready to do this you can't if you're not if you're not open to it doesn't matter how much you try you have to also be honest with yourself and be ready to do it and be willing to accept right because you said that you have to redo this every day so it's not if you're not ready
0: Yeah, no, it's true. And, you know, like all of us, and this is how I got here is that my back was in the corner so many times. And I, I, you know, I had more suffering than I wanted and more pain and more fear and more stress that I finally just said, you know what, I don't have anything to lose but to give this a shot. (laughs) And most of I mean, most of us kind of make, unfortunately, our our choices when we get to those places.
1: Yeah, there's also something else someone once told me is this idea that Basically, the universe will give you signs if you're going in the wrong direction, it will make the path harder. Things are not supposed to be easy. They're supposed to be with more ease. And if you keep going in the wrong direction, sometimes they're telling you this way is just it's not saying it's going to be an easier, smooth path, but if you keep heading in the direction, even though they're telling you this is what you this will this will make your life easier, right? right. And if you keep going in that way, you'll get more resistance, you'll get more challenges. Not to say the other path won't have them, but it'll be more done with ease. Not easy, but with ease. Right. Here's the thing we pick our hard, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So both of them have difficulty to them, yeah. but it's way more difficult to live disconnected and with wow. resistance. It is, it is. It isn't an easy thing to be de- dedicated on the on the, you know, on the regular, um, but, but it's nothing a- in
1: life is easy. But, you know, yeah.
0: have- and it's a lot
1: easier than not doing it. That's yeah. what I've come to the conclusion. Yeah. So but now where can people find your book and also they can find you? Yeah. So um,
0: on Amazon, the, the art of returning to love. Are you going to post links with the on in the show notes? Yeah. OK. So so there's the Amazon link. You can also go to create to heal And you can actually get the book for free. It's a PDF version Um, on Amazon. It's, um, you know, it's either Kindle and paperback. All as low as I can price them and not lose money. (laughs) Because really, I don't care about making money on the book. I care about the message. Because the message is, you know. Well, that's
1: wonderful. Yeah. Well, thank you, Lori. It was really wonderful speaking with you today. Thank you for joining me on the show. And I wish you continued success on everything that you do.
0: Thank you. And I'm I'm a messenger for the, for the, you know, for the message of returning to love. So let's wish the art of returning to love in a, you know, more global way. Let's wish that continued success.
1: Yes, of course. Yeah, That's, <laughs> it's a
0: and I, yeah I appreciate Nisa, our conversation very much.
1: Thank you. It was wonderful having you on the show, Lori. And uh, thank you everyone for joining me and I'll uh, see you next time on Bookish Meet the Authors. Bye bye for now.